Yo, what's good, New York? It's the Harvester Colin Atrophy, a.k.a. the Parmesan Don, a.k.a. Pepperoni Poppy, a.k.a. Mozzarella Mommy, a.k.a. Young Crust. What up? Welcome to the 12th episode of Radio Harvester, what we talk about when we talk about pizza. And this month's guest is none other than Freddie Alva, who runs War Dance Records and who helped start the hardcore matinees at ABC No Rio, which, uh, if you're not punk or you're from out of town, uh, is a really cool space at 156 Rivington Street on the Lower East Side where they have been doing all-ages hardcore matinees every Saturday since 1991, which is 24 years, and that's so ill. It's not a venue, it's just a cool community space. And I always thought it was interesting that they called them the hardcore matinees because to me, as a kid, I would go to the NYHC hardcore matinees at CBGB, which is on Sunday, and uh, it was a very different scene let me tell you. And I kind of get into that during the interview, so I won't blow it, but um, it didn't seem like No Rio was a hardcore space, as it were. And so it's interesting to hear that uh, both the CB's matinee and the No Rio matinee have uh, roots in the same place and in the same community. And uh, it's a good, important piece of New York City history, and Freddie was there for it and is here now to tell us about it. And I think that's really wonderful, and it's really important to... Uh, remember the narratives of our community and the places we come from. So here we go. Get into it. basically started uh, the guys from the band called Bug Out Society. They found the space uh, in 89. It was already there. It was there. Uh, there was like some, the weird art. It was more of an art collective. They would do more portrait readings. They would have more uh, experimental like uh, music playing, like lo- local uh, avant-garde uh, right. jazz or uh, performers. So that was on since at least since the mid 80s so in 89 the guys from bugger society they were looking for a space to play bill florio bill florio yeah, and uh, the camp and um the singer i forget his name oh charlie <laughs> charlie boswell <laughs> killed me to hear this i can't remember his name um <laughs> so i'll edit that out they talked they heard about the space they went to talk to the people there and they said sure you can put on a show there so bugger society uh since arrest that's it. That was the first show in 89. Uh, Mike, I came down. Mike Bull- came down. Uh, and we're like, wow, this is a great place to do shows. So Mike Bull- basically started the New York Hardcore Collective right. to start putting on shows there. And my, we got like about 15, 20 of us like-minded people, guys who would later play in, play in Born Against, Citizens of Rest, guys from Rorschach. Uh, Mike Bullshit, Bug Out Society guys, Gavin from uh, Burn. We all came from the CBGB's hardcore mayonnaise scene. Right. Um, Mike Bullshit with Van SFA, they played CBGB's. But I guess we weren't, uh, but around 89, things were getting really violent in right. uh, mayonnaise. It was uh, a lot of uh, developing into like cliques and gangs. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of people that we knew, a lot of people that I knew, uh, were involved in that. Um, you know, I'm not, never been a violent guy kind of guy. Right. You know? yeah. And it's, it's really silly to see uh, 
someone that I knew, you know, tough guy, always cool to me, like friends, but him coming down to Manet just to basically rob some uh, suburban, you know, what they call New Jack skin kid, you know, for, for, his, for his flight, you know, so it's like conflict interest, you know, I'm like, he's my friend, but he's doing some really stupid, you know, stuff. Right. So we wanted to do a place where uh, we could do shows, but not have all that stuff. And luckily, knowing all these people, the word kind of just got around that not not don't come, but it was um, they just didn't come around. And, and there was respect for them. There was respect. This is a different. And we had also some really like strong, like Gavin, Burn, Absolution, Chaka. Chaka is an old friend of mine. They kept a lot of the violent people away. It's interesting. Because by the time I started in the late 90s, when I started going to shows, and, you know, like I said, I would go to all the shows just because I just wanted to do, I mean, I went to f ska shows all the time. I did everything. Right. I just wanted to do it. I wanted to be at everything. <laughs> and uh, there was like, there was like kind of a line drawn. They didn't talk about it, but I didn't really see the same people on Saturday afternoons as I saw Sunday afternoons. Right, right. I didn't really have friends at the hardcore matinees. I would go because I thought it was... I liked watching it. I liked watching the kind of spectacle of male violence, maybe. You know, but like, I was like a scrawny little kid no. with a mohawk right. at the hardcore matinee, which by the by then nobody right. looked like street punk at the hardcore matinee. Right, right, right. Was, there was that crossover strict, wasn't strict, really yeah. happening, yeah. and I felt a little bit like ill at ease at first going to those shows. But nobody ever like grabbed me and tried to throw me in the pit. Right. Nobody tried to force me to do their weird kung fu dances like <laughs> I stayed and I watched the shows and it was peaceful and like nobody f***ed me and when I did decide it was time for me to go in the pit because I was like I want to do this <laughs> this is cool and like some big dude that looked like one of the bushwhackers from WWF knocked me on my ass that same dude came and picked me up right away and was like you alright alright cool like welcome to the hardcore family or whatever you know and it was yeah. like I think there's something really you know, people get really worked up about creating these inclusive spaces and, like, a bunch of dudes knocking each other around can be really alienating. But I also think the, you know, from, in my experience, the people that I know oh, that were more drawn to hardcore right. come from a more violent background, maybe, and have some more violence they need to work out in their lives. Right. There's definitely a whole tribal aspect going on. Um, right. You, know, the, you mentioned, the, you know, hardcore family. It draws a lot of, um, you know, disaffected or family issues back home, and yeah. it becomes a yeah, basically a family. Yeah, people need that support structure, and I think like whatever problematic aspects there are, it's it's impossible to um, kind of ignore the right. fundamental goodness of people that are not, uh, you know, blood relatives right, right. having that kind of loyalty for each other right it's just uh, basically uh, tribal culture <laughs> yeah. I saw the same thing at a uh, squatter rock shows at back right. in the early 90s it was like I worked with Ralphie at, the, okay. at that bar you, mean, you just basically change the uniform instead of like having shaved head you know you have like you know spiky hair instead of like you know dogs you have like right. whatever, Israeli uh, commando boots you know yeah, vegan yeah, boots yeah. you just change the uniform but it was still the same thing a lot of kids disaffected they wanted to hang on it was more like a punk family kind of thing yeah totally and it's just, it's interesting to me to see that there was it all comes from the same genesis right. exactly. like it's the same 
initial community that all these other communities spawned from. If we can walk together, why can't we rock together? We can walk together, why can't we rock together? And lo and behold, uh, once upon a time, the hardcore brutes and the uh, effete peace punkers did walk and rock together, uh, according to the gospel of Freddie Alva. And uh, this is actually evidenced in real life uh, in a record that Freddie's label, Wardance, just reissued, uh, which is the Sacrilege demos. And Sacrilege was a band that consisted of members of Nausea and members of Agnostic Front playing together at the same time, which is not that bananas if you know about history, but it is bananas if you just grew up in the 90s going to shows and those scenes seem so disparate. And it's really cool to learn that we all have the same roots and we shouldn't forget them and we shouldn't forget the struggle or the streets either. And thanks to Freddie and thanks to Seven Seconds. And thanks to me. And, uh, can we rock together? Everybody get up and mosh right now. Just get up and mosh. Do a little circle pit around your office or wherever the hell, hell heck, hell, wherever the hell you are listening to this. And, uh, that's it. No cops, no creeps. Peace in the pizzeria. F Billy Joel. F, ne F your negative attitude. We are the punks. <laughs>